Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here is a sample of what you'll be hearing today. But Jesus was forsaken so that you and I would never be forsaken. Glory to God. It doesn't matter how deep you think you go in sin. The blood of Jesus is still stronger than your sin. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for joining me for another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to have a great time in Jesus. And I am so grateful that you decided to join me again. For all of you YouTubers that are watching us right now, if you find value in this video, then encourage us by giving us a thumbs up. That blesses us so very much. And leave a comment in the description area if you would like. Or you can, everybody can go to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the contact button and leave us a word there. It would so greatly uh, bless us if you do that. Now, if you're watching by Periscope, tap that screen, let the hearts go up. That blesses us as well and encourages us as we go on. Those of you that are joining us by way of Roku, hi guys. And those of you that are joining us by way of podcast and the radio station, uh, radio stations, we say bless you in Jesus' name. You can't see us, but you know, we love you guys and thank you so much for being a part of today's service, rather tonight's service, or it may be day or morning or night, wherever you are. I don't know. Anyway, so we bless you guys. Thank you so much. Well, we're going to start tonight off with a word of prayer, and then we're going to have the blowing of the shofar again this week, and, uh, and we're, so we're going to continue on. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you, Abba. We thank you for this time. We thank you for speaking by your spirit. We thank you for leading us into all truth and showing us things to come. We say, come, come, Lord, come. Enter in, enter in, enter in. And speak to your people, bless your people, touch, heal, and deliver, and make whole. Father, I pray that you would grant your people with great peace, and that your peace, the peace of God that passes all understanding, will keep their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Lord, I pray that tonight will be a night of signs, wonders, and miracles. Heal your people, Father, heal them, and make them completely whole. As a matter of fact, Lord, we declare by the stripes of Jesus, they're already healed. So, Father, I pray that you would manifest your goodness to all your people here tonight. Bless them, Father, from hither and yonder, from wherever they are around, wherever they are from all around the world. Bless them, we pray. Let your presence be felt and known. We love you so, so much tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. Let's do our blowing of the shofar. to the Lamb of God. Awesome. Oh, I just love blowing the shofar. We thank you, Lord Jesus. It, it just brings us to attention. Hallelujah. All right. 
Well, as you know, we've been in a series on Thursday nights entitled Overcoming Our Fears. This is part number, part number 11. Praise the Lord. And I thank you for watching. And if this is your first time joining us for number 11, you've got a whole lot more that you haven't seen before. So take a few minutes or take some time and watch one, two, three, three four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then you finally get back here with us. Praise the Lord. Anyway, well, there is, is a confession that goes along with this series. I know, we're just in rare form tonight. Glory. I'm just happy. I'm just full of joy. Oh, hallelujah. I love the presence of the Lord. Glory. All right, so let's go ahead and do our affirmation, our confession. All right, so read along with me and repeat. And those of you that are, uh, that are listening, uh, just uh, repeat after me. I'll leave a little space for you to repeat uh, with me, okay? All right, let's go. Let's go, everybody. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of, by the blood of Jesus. The greater one lives in me, and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I shall always overcome be triumphant, and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And once again, you did a great job, as Tony would say, great job. All right. Anyway, so last week we started again, well, actually a few weeks ago, we started talking about perception, what you see, and how it's important for you to see the Lord in the middle of your uh, tribulation, in the middle of your battle, the time of temptation, in the middle of the fear, when fear comes knocking at your door. It's important to know what you see. What you see is, is everything, what you see. We, we were talking about David a couple of weeks ago by David and Goliath. And, you know, uh, the Bible says that when that um, really David saw father, David saw the father, and he saw his ability to overcome the situation. But the other Israelites, uh, they saw themselves and their inability to overcome the situation. And so they failed. So it's about what you see. David knew about his covenant with the father, and he declared it. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Talking about Goliath. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He doesn't have a covenant with God. So when David mentioned that, he was saying that, hey, I, have, I know I have a covenant right with the father. I know that he will fight for me. I know that this battle is his, and he declared that in the word. This battle is, is the Lord's, and he shall deliver you into my hand. See, he was looking at the Father, not himself. Those that, those that were looking at themselves in the armies of Israel, what did they do? Well, they were running, and they were scared. They were frozen. I would call them the frozen chosen. They were chosen to fight this thing, but they were frozen. Why were they frozen? Because they were looking at themselves and not at God. All right, so we looked at that. Now let me give you another beautiful example. Mm, I love this, another beautiful example of perception. What do you see? Do you see the strength of God, or do you see your own weaknesses and frailties? For that, let's go to Numbers, Numbers 13, 
I'm looking at just a, a few verses tonight. Numbers 13. And let's look at verse 30 through 33 out of the King James. And it goes like this. Of course, let me, let me give you this scenario here. This is when uh, the children of Israel, have, they have come out of Egypt, and now they're at the, uh, the edge of the promised land, right? And it's time for them to cross over and to inherit the promises of God that the Lord has laid out for them. Remember, the Lord said, I, I'm taking you to a land that is filled with milk and honey. That's the best things for you and your families. I'm taking you to that land, and you're going to go in, and you're going to possess the land. Hallelujah. So the people get to the edge, and Moses sends out the spies, 12, and among the spies, there were Joshua and Caleb as well. They go out over there, and, then, and they see, oh, there are giants over there, men of renown. I mean, strong men. They see all the obstacles. But they did bring back uh, big clusters of grapes, uh, proof that the land was extremely fertile, extremely fertile, and that God had really sent them to this land. So when they get back, <clears throat> um, excuse me, they, they give a report to everybody about what they found. All right, let's pick this up here in Numbers 13, and let's look at verse 30. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Notice that he said, we are well able to overcome it. He said, let's go up at once. Let's do this. For we are well able to overcome it. What is he looking at? He's looking at the Lord, the same one that parted the Red Sea and uh, drowned Pharaoh's army, the same one that had uh, caused manna to fall down from heaven. I mean, the father proved himself multiple times, multiple times. Water came out of rocks, a pillar of fire. Uh, by uh, night, a cloud by day, he had shown himself mighty to be with them. Glory to God. So he said, let's go up at once. Our father's with us. God is on our side, man. Hallelujah. Let's go. All right. All right. But verse 31. All right. It says, but the men that went up with him, see, he went up. They saw the same thing. Joshua and Caleb and all the people, they all saw the same thing. They saw what was in the natural, but Joshua and Caleb saw something else. They saw Father. They saw him. They saw his word, his faithfulness. These other people, let's look at them. It says, but the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Now, was that a true statement in the natural? Surely this man that is a nine foot tall and all those things, surely they are stronger than them. But again, for them to make this statement, they were looking at, right, themselves and not looking at the one who was with them. All right, let's read on. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people, rather, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. Stature, verse 33. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight. See this? 
we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. So we said tonight, perception. What do you see? They saw themselves in their own inability. All I want you to see tonight is that in the time of crisis, in the time of fear, in the time of pressure, don't look to you, look to Father. Hallelujah. Don't look to you, look to Father. He is your source of strength. He is your source of anointing and grace and power. And with him, you can do all things. Isn't that what the Bible says? With Christ, through Christ, all things are possible. Glory to God. And that this battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. Remember, the Lord never, ever, ever intended you to go through a single battle or a single fight alone. Hallelujah. Jesus paid a horrible price. My God, let's go there for a minute. He paid a horrible price so you and I would never be forsaken. He was forsaken on the cross so that you and I would never be forsaken. Remember, Jesus um, yelled out, Father, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Oh, my God, that hurt so bad. But Jesus was forsaken by God upon the cross because he became our sin. He became our sin offering. He became the sin, the sin of humanity. My sin, your sin was placed upon the body of Christ, the body of Jesus as he hung upon the cross. And God, who is absolutely powerful, who is absolutely holy, could not look upon that sin, that stench that was now upon Christ. Jesus yelled out, Father, why have you forsaken me? Telling us for all generations of all time that at that moment, my sin, and your sin was placed upon him and he died for our sin and he carried our sin into the lower parts of the earth and he burned them up. Now, how do we know that that, that, uh, the sacrifice of Jesus was accepted? Well, because three days later, right, he's now seating, uh, seated, uh, seated, being seated or is sitting at the right hand of God. Completely accepted, completely loved, the sins dealt with, completely purged. There's no more remembrance. Glory to God. He's completely holy, completely righteous. So one moment, the father turns away. And the next moment, the father receives what took place between the two. What Jesus dealt with the sins, your sin and my sin. He dealt with it in his body. The Bible says again in Romans, the eighth chapter, verse number, uh, verse number two, I believe, or in maybe verse number three, that Christ condemned, that God condemned sin in the flesh, in the body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He dealt with the sin. In the body of Jesus. And so at that moment, as Jesus was our sin offering, at that moment, the Father forsook him. But Jesus was forsaken so that you and I would never be forsaken. Glory to God. It doesn't matter how deep you think you go in sin. The blood of Jesus is still stronger than your sin. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how much wrong you think you've done. The blood of Jesus is still stronger than that. And he has the power to restore you and heal you and to deliver you. Glory to God in the highest. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, Jesus was forsaken 
so that you and I would never be forsaken. He said, behold, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world and to the end of age. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you. Glory to God. So even in the midst of all the chaos that's going on, all the confusion going on, know that he is with you. If you can't feel him, if you can't hear him, then trust in his word that he's there with you. He's there with you. You say, it's been a long time since I felt the presence of God. It's been a long time since I've, I've heard the voice of God. But know that he is there with you. Believe in what he said. He is there with you. Abba is with you in your bedroom. He's with you in the courthouse. He's with you in your hospital room. He's with you as you drive down the road, as you're crying all night long. Abba, our Father, is with you. And he will never forsake you. Glory to God. He's with you. If you can't hear him, if you can't feel him, believe that he's there by virtue of what he said. He cannot lie. Glory to God. Oh, my Jesus. Let's take a moment. Thank you, Father. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his sacrifice. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you that Jesus was forsaken so that we would never be forsaken. Thank you, Lord, that Jesus took our sins away, that he purged them in his own body. Thank you, Lord, that Jesus was made a curse for us, as is written, curses everyone that hangeth on the tree. He was made a curse for us so that we can never be cursed. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We thank you that Jesus took it all away. We thank you that through his blood we have righteousness. We're healed. We're redeemed. Glory to God. We're healed. We are redeemed. Amen. Well, I think we're going to stop it right there tonight. <laughs> and next week, we will go even further. Oh, okay, all right. I think Lord wants me to do just one more. So we'll do just one more, and then we'll close out tonight, okay? I want to follow the leading of the Spirit. So now let's go to 2 Kings, 2 Kings 6, verse 15, 16, 17, and 18. Let me show you another scripture about perception. What do you see? Do you see when you're in your horrible battle, when you're tempted to sin, when you're tempted to fear, to fall into it once again, what do you see? Perception, I'm telling you, is everything. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it, it's a great key. Let me say it that way. It's a great key for you to overcome your fears. So let's look at another one here. 2 Kings 15, 2 Kings the 6th chapter. 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, verse 15, 16, 17, and 18. Uh, the King James. Now, let me set this up. Uh, the man of God, Elijah, uh, with his servant, they are, and I believe they're in Dothan there, and uh, a king has sent his army to capture Elijah because the Lord has been showing Elijah uh, what this, uh, the enemy king has been speaking about. He's been revealing all of his battle plans to the king of Israel. And, um, and so this king, this evil king, has sent his army out to capture Elijah so he can stop telling on him and revealing his secrets because he wants to uh, overcome Israel. So he's finally sent out this massive army to capture this one man. That tells you something there. And so here we are on the morning of, they're waking up, and Elijah's servant goes out to look. And let's, let's pick it up here. Now, remember, you can read the whole thing when you get a chance here. Second Kings, the sixth chapter. Verse 15 says, 
And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city, both of horses and chariots, horses and chariots surrounded the city. And his servant said unto him, alas, my master, how shall we do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Verse 16, and he, and he answered, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. That's another powerful word for you to confess when you feel overcome or overwhelmed. Say that with me. They that be with us, they that be with me, are more than they that be with them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When they talk about when the enemy comes and talks about you like a dog and you know, all these nasty posts that people may say and things that people may do, you say in the word, it is written, they are more with me than they are with them. <laughs> Glory to God. You get that? Oh, my God. Let's look at it again. Let's look at verse 17. He said, and Elijah, Elisha rather, Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, open his eyes. In other words, change his perception. Open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountains was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. You got that? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there were heavenly resources all around him. Elisha was not afraid because he saw the resources of God all around him. Glory to God. Yes, Elisha saw this other army too, but he more saw, we can say that, or he, he was more, he, was, he had his greater perception of the other army. So that's why he wasn't moved. He saw a greater power. That's what we want to say. Elisha saw a greater power at work, and he did not focus on the lesser. He focused on the greater. Let's look on verse 18. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. So Elijah simply just, he prayed, and those angels got busy and smote, smote every one of the enemy army blind. He blinded his adversary, blinded them. You know, he brought them into uh, confusion. And as it goes on, it's very wonderful case. Uh, uh, Elijah goes down to the, to the captain, to the men, and asks him, hey, who are you looking for? And they said, well, we're looking for Elijah. I mean, they were so confused. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was powerful. So Elijah just takes him. Yeah, I'll show you where he is. And the, the whole army follow Elisha there into uh, Israel, uh, into a fortified place where the armies of Israel were waiting. And uh, then, so they're all there now. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> this is so powerful. And then the Lord says to him, Lord, open their eyes again. And they opened their eyes and realized that they were in the they were in Israel's camp and they were surrounded. And the king of Israel said, uh, "Do we kill them? Do, do we do we kill them?" He said, "No, no, no. Treat them treat them like a, a prisoner of war. Treat them well and send them back home to their to their master. Send them back home. <laughs> They've been thoroughly defeated. 
Glory to God. So again, the Lord is, the Bible says, the Lord is a man of war. I'm telling you, the Lord knows how to fight your battles. Glory. He knows how to fight your battle. But sometimes you just got to be still and wait upon the Lord. What do you see? Glory to God. And hallelujah. And many times the shofar is used as a, as a battle cry, as a battle cry to rally the troops. And we're going to play it again, blow it again before we leave tonight. All right, well, that ends tonight's Bible study. Glory to God. I think this is closing number two, uh, but praise the Lord. Uh, so I pray that you are blessed and richly encouraged. So those of you that are watching us by way of YouTube, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. And those of you that are watching us by other social media, other platforms, you can always go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. Click on the contact button there and leave us a little note if you feel so inspired. Praise God. And while you're there on the website, you can also click the give button and give into the ministry. Oh, that blesses our hearts as well. And it helps us to continue in the work of Christ. All right. Well, as we blow the shafar, yes, first I'm going to pray with you. And then we're going to blow the shafar and then we're going to end it. Okay. So put your uh, hand on your device, on your tablet, your keyboard, whatever you have, your radio, and that will be a point of contact. All right, so as I'm laying my hand on my little tablet there, uh, this is our point of contact, and, uh, and it's, it's, like I'm, it's, it's like I'm touching you. It's like we are connecting, okay? So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I bring my friend before you. Lord, I ask that you would touch them, heal them, and deliver them. Lord, I ask for a fresh impartation of your spirit, that you would fill them with boldness, power, and conviction. Lord, show them who you are. Show them, Lord, that they're more with them than there are against them. Lord, when their heart is overwhelmed, lead them to the rock that is higher than they are. Show them a better picture. Show them another way. And Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, if there is sickness in their body, I declare that by the stripes of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that they are healed and delivered in the name of Jesus. Lord, I bind and rebuke the enemy on every side of them. And Lord, I declare that a divine hedge of protection is surrounding them right now. And Lord God, that I declare that no evil shall befall them, neither shall any plague come nigh their dwelling. Lord, I thank you now for keeping them safe and protected, even in the midst of a hostile territory. I thank you, Lord, that your glory is upon him. And Lord, I ask now, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord, I ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you would fill them with joy. Restore the joy of their salvation. Restore the joy of their salvation. I rebuke the spirit of heaviness. I rebuke the spirit of dread. I rebuke the spirit of worry. And Father, I ask for the spirit of joy and peace to come upon them, even right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, turn the battles of, of, of financial things. Lord, if they're lacking in any way financially, Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name, that you would make uh, rivers <laughs> of water flow to them. And Lord, that you would make all things well. Lord, bless this household. Bless this household that honors your word. Bless him, Father. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God in the highest. Woo, my God, I feel the anointing. I just love feeling his presence. All right, let's blow the shafar.
Well, that ends it tonight. We'll see you next time. But don't forget that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.